Welcome to We Never Met, the podcast where I have an interesting stranger on every single week. And today we have Jen O'Hara. So, okay, where would people most likely know you from? Uh, Dogs of MKE, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, and so can you explain a little bit what that is? Uh, Dogs of MKE, uh, it's my business. It's a photography business, but most people would know just the Instagram sure. account where I feature Milwaukee's most loved dogs in Milwaukee's most loved places. Yeah. So take a dog, feature them at a popular spot, say it can't bar and um, then write a little caption about the dog. So you're both showcasing the city and then that dog as well. Right. So how did, so how did this all even start from the get go? Like how did you start the account? Um, What happened was I was already doing social media for my other job, the barcode. I'm a social media manager there and I, you know, took pictures with my cell phone and that got the job done. Yeah. Um, but I've always loved taking photos. I just take photos with my phone a ton, really into it, really into doing social media. Yeah. So my boss, who's also my best friend, yeah. bought me the camera for my birthday oh, nice. two and a half years ago. She bought me the camera and she said, I think you might, or I don't know if this will be a weird gift. Um, maybe it'll, you'll love it. Maybe it'll just be something that collects dust, but sure. like, She's like, at least it might help you take better pictures for our Instagram account. Right. So I was like, I love it. It's yeah. awesome. But I had, n- I'd never done photography in my entire life. Okay. How no long idea. ago was this? Two and a half years ago. Two and a half years ago. Yeah. So really not that long yeah. ago. Um, she gifted it to me. She had looked into some like beginner classes. I took a, such a beginner class. It basically taught me how to turn my camera on. <laughs> that is put very beginner. a lens on the camera, how to hold it. Yeah. It was very, very, very basic. Um, from there, I like always shot in manual. I kind of just taught myself. I watched YouTube videos. I, like Google, I'm like, okay, I want to do this. How How do I do that? I talked to people that I knew were photographers, um, and people could give me a little tips, but there was like an overwhelming response of you just need practice. Right. Just keep doing it. You just have to keep practicing. So um, I was dog walking and dog sitting at the time. Yeah. Um, I was using my camera, practicing on those dogs, gifting the photos to the owners, being sure. like, here's what we did today. Here's a little special yeah. bonus. Yeah. Yeah. I took some photos. Um, but I just had to keep practicing. And after thinking about it, I, I was inspired by humans of New York. And sure. a lot of people think I was inspired by the dogist, but I didn't even know oh, the okay. dogist existed until I until- created dogs of MK and someone was like, this is like the doggest. And I was like, what's the doggest? Yeah. But humans of New York. So I was like, I need something that's going to keep me accountable to continue practicing Sure. to get a little feedback, you yeah, know, yeah, people yeah. liking it and stuff like that. Sure. But I had, uh, honestly in the beginning thought it would be like my friends follow it. They like the sure. photos. Um, so my plan was to walk around, which is how I take humans in, of New York does it. I don't right, even know right. if that's how they do it, but I, I was just going to we'll walk around, yeah. you know, third ward downtown, run into people yeah. and their dogs, ask to take their dog's photo, get a little clip about their dog and do the post that way. That was my idea. Um, is that how it ended up working out or is no, it? Okay. I've never, ever, ever done that. <laughs> um, so I, I knew I needed a little feed. I had a little experience doing social media because I did yeah. it for barcode and I was like, I wanted there to be a feed. So I was like, I want there to be at least six posts started before I really try to like okay. make something. Of sure, this. Sure. I, I did want it to be a thing, but I definitely didn't think it would become a business. I thought it would okay. just be like this, this thing fun hobby I do. On, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I got six of my friends as dogs, took their pictures, got their caption already, had them all ready. So yeah. that was like 
maybe in January where I came up with the idea. Okay. I got my camera in December, came up with the idea in January. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't post any of the photos until May. I kind of had to get, oh, okay. I didn't start taking the photos until I got warm again. Of course, gotcha, we live yeah. in Milwaukee and it takes forever. Yeah. So as soon as we had warm days, I got those six photos done and post. And once I had six posted them six days in a row. Okay. The second one, um, is of a dog named George who I used to dog sit in and walk. Yeah. Um, a little Boston Terrier that I photographed outside of, uh, Bernhardt's in Bayview. Okay. Cute little photo got immediately reposted by dear MKE. I don't know if you're familiar with that Instagram account. Very popular. All of a sudden I had a flood of followers, just all of a sudden, a ton of people and getting emails from strangers being like, take pictures of my dog. My dog. Yep. Wow. All. And so ever since then I have never ask somebody to be on it. It's it's purely people reaching out to me. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so with those pictures, I mean, did you, so you had no like strategic plan or you're just kind of like going for it? Yeah. What, so what have you learned from taking pictures of dogs? Cause I feel like it's gotta be, it's gotta be tough. It's such a learning experience. I I do think that a lot of people think that dogs may be harder than humans, but I always say in so many ways they're easier because dogs are always, always themselves. Like they're yeah. not trying to like look a certain yeah, way for sure. a picture. You know how girls like try to do the skinny yeah, yeah, arm yeah, and things yeah. like that. Dogs are just themselves. And that's why the pictures come out with so much personality and like action because right. they are just, they're just being themselves. Um, you can also kind of manipulate them just with treats and sweet yeah. toys and you can do what they want to do. Humans, you have to do a lot of like chin down, arm this way, stop right. being awkward. There's a lot of, um, yeah. A lot more to that. Now, of course, not all dogs will just sit there. Not all dogs are treat motivated. Not all dogs know their name yet, especially puppies. So obviously there is a lot of chasing, running around, sweating. It's (laughs) it's a lot. Um, Oh gosh, the things I've learned. (laughs) Is there, is there specific like angles that are better for dogs? Um, so that's, that's something I've very much learned Um, because I'm trying to get Milwaukee in, in the pictures as well. Right you really have to back way up from a place. So if I were doing a picture outside of camp bar, you might assume, okay, we're just outside the front door. The building's right there, but you want to see where it says camp bar in the building. So you got to actually go across the street. Right. Um, and then have the dog close up to you. Yeah. And cause a lot of people want to be, put their dog back there and have me go across the street. I'm like, no, no, no. You want to see, see the dog with that as the background. So learning that. And also because I'm posting my pictures to Instagram, um, you got that square they, crop. Well, yep, the yeah. crop. And even if you expand it, it's still cropped a little bit. Right. So I end up having to always take a ton of photos from different um, angles because yeah. you don't know where it's going to crop it and you would hate to get home. And this is the perfect photo. Yeah. But Camp Bar is not even, it's cropped out. And yeah. it's like, then this is just a good picture of a dog. So that yeah. doesn't work for anything. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, to put a lot of those photos in the story because it, that's the full sure. photo. You can see it. Um, so learning those things, um, I lay on the ground a lot. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Um, I work my abs a lot because usually <laughs> I'm down like this Yeah, don't have to go work out and my abs yeah. will be shaking and yeah, you just have to hold it. Um, so I do a lot, a lot of laying on the ground. Yeah. What, so what has been your favorite dog to take a picture? Do you ever oh have gosh. like one specific one that you I, remember? One of my favorite posts that I end up showing a lot of people are these two miniature dachshunds on Brad- Bradford beach. Mm-hmm. It was a shoot I did in the summer of the first year I did dogs of MKE. Okay. And the reason it's my favorite, uh, is because 
these dogs were nonstop moving. They were running and sprinting all over um, Bradford Beach. And I had just started. I was just learning. And I was like, can they stop? Yeah. I was like, I don't know how to deal with this. But, you know, I didn't act that way. I was just like, we'll get this. And the photos actually turned out super well. I have a lot of photos of them running. Right. But they're still in the photo. And you would never know it was pure chaos. It was just pure yeah. chaos insane how many photos did you take of that to, to get a um good that's a good one? question i that was so long ago i couldn't give you an exact number but if i had to guess maybe 150 probably wow yeah, yeah. and then you end up with three photos on the post you know right exactly yeah so uh location is like a, a big thing as well absolutely um why do you think that's important for you know for your instagram account, account as well accompanying the dogs sure i so when i first started doing it the location was supposed to be a place important to the owners. Okay. So for example, my first photo is at the place that, um, the dog owners met, um, they met at the harp, um, okay. and now they're married and they have kids and stuff nice. like that. So yeah. that had significance to them because where they sure. met. So in the beginning, it was always a place that was significant to the people. Now I want to keep it fresh. So I can't just keep doing the same places. Right. And a lot of people Everyone met the harp. The I harp. can't just do the harp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I can't just do the back. harp. So, um, to, now it's more important for me to have unique locations, new places, yeah. or I'll, I'll circle back to places I've done before. But we have to like show it in a different way. Okay. Um, and now that my account's getting a little more popular, let people are letting me come inside to non dog friendly places. Right. Uh, I've done a lot of restaurants who let me come in the off hours and do that sort of thing. Um, so I like, I like showing unique perspectives like that or putting a dog on a bar or, you know what I mean? Yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. you just don't see that. Um, or I also like featuring dog friendly places that maybe people didn't know were dog friendly or maybe they oh, did, sure. but just people like to come to my account to look, where can I take my dog? Right. You right. Know? Yeah. Can take him here. Yep. Oh, this, this one I cannot. Um, so even before this account started, um, were you doing anything in this field at all? Like creatively? Um, just the social media for the okay. barcode. Um, that's all I did. I like really have never done creative anything before. I was a okay. nurse before. Very different. Um, very different field. Yes. Yeah. So when it turned over, was it like a steep learning curve for you to like figure out all this stuff? Like when you first started shooting these dogs were like, you had a bunch of blurry photos of dogs running. And right. Stuff. Absolutely. And the, and the good thing in the beginning, I, I didn't do the stories. I usually posted one photo. So you could get mm. one photo of the dog. Sometimes that meant it, like I'm, like I was saying before, it may yeah. not be the camp bar in the back. You can't see it very well. It's just, yeah. it's like a decent photo <laughs> yeah, of a yeah. dog. So you learn those things. Um, just really learning to like, let, like I learned so much, letting the dog settle down a little mm. bit, backing up, um, having tons of treats, asking the owners to bring what's like a high value treat to their dog, yeah, because sure. maybe my treats they don't really like. And then my right. biggest trick is just like lost. Yeah. Um, as yeah, far well, as like the creative thing, oh my God, it's huge, huge. Yeah. Like what's one thing you learned for, uh, photography wise that like change everything for you? Like when you were lear- first learning oh gosh. Um, the camera, like, oh, I can change this and then this will be so much better. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. I don't know about like photography wise, getting new lenses was huge. Yeah. I ended up, I, now I use a 24 millimeter and that's much more wide angle than I was using before. And for dogs, oh, that's sure. very nice because I can be up close to them and get the scenery right, and right. for them. Um, I did a lot of watching of YouTube videos for editing Okay. and I think this is like such a silly tip, but just, I will think, okay, this is what I want to do for this photo. How do I do that? So I will Google. Yeah, exactly what you want. Yep. And it, you'll find a video to like fix that. Oh, for and sure. when I do that, I 
half the time it not only fixes that issue that I'm able to do in the future, but yeah. I'll learn another tip from that video being like, Oh, if you want this, all you need to do is that. I'm like, oh, right. Wow. Yeah. And that's the way to do it. Cause I went to school for video production. So like during my schooling, I learned a bunch of stuff that was completely irrelevant when I graduated. So like I graduated and pretty much had to learn everything all over again. Ugh. Um, and so it was a lot of that though. It was a lot of like learning as you go and learning, um, from the internet, mm-hmm. you yep. know, the yeah. internet is your teacher. And, uh, but it, it works out cause there is literally a video for everything. There is a video for everything. I think, um, having patience with that learning curve as well has been right. huge. And that helps that I know so many photographers because I'm a fitness instructor. I right. talk to a lot of people in different career fields and I'm like, yeah, you know, this is so frustrating. And they're like, this is just how it is. As yeah. you know, you just, just keep going trial and error, trying things. I think the biggest way I learn is all after I've posted something or even delivered an album of photos to people. Yeah. I will, I will already know the things that I wish I did better and remember mm, that for next time. Sure. The other thing is just pre-planning things. Like I'll leave a shoot right. and I'm like, this was a cool shoot, but if I would have thought to bring this or do this or put the dog here, it would have been a little bit cooler, you know? Yeah, exactly. Do you have dogs yourself? I do. So I have a puppy. Um, I okay. just got him in March. Before oh, that, wow. I didn't. I had a dog um, that passed away three years ago from oh. a brain tumor. It okay. took me that long to get a new dog. Yeah. But that would be the first question people would ask me <laughs> whenever they met me. And yeah. then when I told them no yeah they'd kind of give me a you know, head tilt side yeah. eye. And I'm just like, then I have to talk about my dead dog. Right. <laughs> it was like, I, bring that up again. I just didn't seem legit. And that's not why I got a dog. Obviously right. I love dogs. Um, but when you have a dog that passes away, it takes a long time. Right. Yeah. And also other things were going on in my life. It just took a long time to, to be able to get a dog again. Um, so has there been any surprisingly easy dogs that you've had? Like that are, cause I know puppies probably are notoriously the hardest, so hard, but has there been one that's, I saw there was one recently, uh, it was like the cutest dog. It was like sort of a dog. I'll describe the photo for you. Um, it was a dog like running towards the camera. It was a brown dog. Um, I can show you probably yeah. a photo, but it was, yeah, I think it was a puppy. Um, Golden retriever puppies always do really well. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I guess you shouldn't say always, but they're usually just so good. Oh, right here. This one. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Um, that took a lot of takes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good picture too, right there. Yeah, you know? thank you. That dog, um, I think had been to a few puppy classes, so at least had sit, oh, okay. sit down. Sure. Um, oh, and the photo you just showed me, yeah. what you can see is that I edited out the mom who's in the back. She's oh, not really? holding the dog, but she got, went to the center of the bridge and <laughs> yeah. the, the dad was behind me okay. and I have a treat in my camera. She lets go of the dog and the dog comes towards me. Oh, wow. So it's not the dog. You How know? many times did you do that over again? I only think I did that maybe twice, wow. honestly. But you just like increase your shutter speed and right, like and say go, go. <laughs> yeah. Take as many as you can. Um, that dog was actually fairly well trained. Yes, and, and yeah. that dog is the same age as my dog, so only about five months. I think it was four months okay. um, when we did those photos. Right. Yeah. So um, with all this, like, ha- has it grown exponentially, like really quickly, and then you're kind of like now it's more um, now it's a slower growth, or has it kind of been just teetering it's been up? a steady growth the whole time. I think yeah. that a lot of people think that it kind of blew up, but it yeah. just, it really has been a steady growth. I will say that my growth rate now has been a little bit quicker. I would say yeah. before I was averaging between 75 and hundred new followers per week. Oh, wow. And now I'm more like 120 plus right. per week. So it's not like a huge difference, but it is, it does right. make a difference. But I mean, as your audience grows, like, so does the amount of people that share it probably. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, absolutely. you're, you're gonna just going to keep, keep growing um, as long as you're posting content. So like, is that, you're just going to kind of keep going. Do you have any other 
plans for dogs of MKE? Oh my god, like, I have so many ideas, plans, everything. <laughs> too many plans. Too many plans. So the toughest part is that I'm just one person. So right. I have huge ideas and huge plans. And you do other stuff too. And so, I have another job. Yes. Yeah. Um, I work every single day from when like when I wake up until I go to bed, and right. so it's just like there's no more time. I and I just try to work on like time efficiency and productivity just so that I can like do more myself. I always say I have a death grip on every single thing I do for dogs of MKE, but I am certainly at that place where I need to hire somebody to help me out. Right. Um, Help you out just administrative. All all these things that I have ideas for, I need, I need their help on all these little tedious things I do day to day so so that I can do those things. There's a website associated with it too, right? Yes. I have a website. People hire me for full shoots as well. So I do, um, like recently I've done a proposal shoot where like the person just said, Oh, we're moving. Um, I'm going to tell my girlfriend that I did this photo shoot because we're moving out of Milwaukee and I want to do the the dogs of MK shoot before we leave. So she showed up thinking that she's just doing a photo shoot of her dog and then he proposed and then they got proposal photos. So I've done that. I've done family photos. I've done just dog photos. I did a birthday shoot last week. Oh wow! So I get a lot of people hiring me just, um, not not to be on my Instagram, but just hire in general for a a full session. Um, And I get hired for events and things like that as well. Sure. Non-dog related stuff, right? All all dogs. Oh, all dogs. Always dogs. Have have you done non-dog related stuff yet? Have you ventured into the... No, (laughs) I've done... All my photos always have dogs. Um, sometimes okay. there's people in them, but okay. um, no, I I just think that's my niche and I'm going to stick with it. I, I do all the photography for barcodes. So I do do oh, humans sure. that way. Um, and a few of my friends have asked me to do photos of like their family or their kids or this or that. And I do right. that, but it's not something that I advertise because I just, I'm more interested in the dog thing and I'm very right. um, busy doing that. So I don't feel like I, yeah. I guess need to. Is there something that specifically attracts you about dogs like how they are or something like something about the the behavior of dogs that's so yeah i i just like i said like i feel like they because they be themselves it's just you you can capture so much in it and uh i just feel like it's also what i'm good at so i just stick with that you know (laughs) so you you stick to i'm just so used to like manipulating the dogs and like sure doing that thing that it's just my uh it's just my niche i guess has, has there been stuff that you had to like turn down or like is there um i guess shoots of dogs that are like you're like oh that's gonna be way too hard to do never for well <laughs> there's been a few people that have sent me pretty like large requests um mm, like we want our dog on a yacht yeah well that i would do i'd be so jazzed <laughs> about that i would i would be there in a second it's a tough thing because sometimes it is a good opportunity, but like, I have to have some, sure. you know, a little bit of respect for my time. And because I have so little of it, it's it, at this point, it's not hard to say no. Right. Um, and there's been many things where I said, I won't do it for free, but here's what I'll do it for. And they yeah. come back nice. like uh, 90% yeah. of the time and pay me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so on the other side, you, you talked about uh barcode. Have you always been into fitness? Like, have you? Oh, been, yes. Yeah. Always, always. I've only been a fitness instructor for five years, but I have been okay. working out since I was a teenager. Very, okay. very into it. Were you into athletics and stuff as a kid and all that, or just? Um, like... I was no. I was like a, in dance and I was a cheerleader. Okay. I was never still athletic. Ath- yeah, yeah. It, you're right. I yeah. completely agree with that. I'm not athletic. Okay. Um, <laughs> people assume because I'm like fit that I'm athletic, and I'm. I sure, am, not there's the a difference. There yep. is a difference. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. I'm. I'm not. I'm clumsy. I am not good at sports. Um, no. Was it hard to get into a, like fitness instructing though? Being Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Funny thing, and you wouldn't, probably wouldn't guess about guess this about me talking to me now. Yeah. But I was extremely shy. Oh, really? Could not talk in front of people. Um, I was working out at the barcode when I started there, and 
Betsy, who owns the barcode now and now my best friend. We yeah, weren't yeah. friends before that. Um, she's like, I want to make you an instructor. And I said, that's so flattering. I, yeah. I appreciate it. I would love to do it, but I just can't. Right. I go t- talking in front of people terrifies me. I just can't do it. Yeah. I said, and I wanted to do it so bad, too, right. but I was like, I can't do it. She was like, that's cute. We're going to, we're going to put a mic on you and we're <laughs> going to try this. It. Yeah. She essentially bullied me, forced me right. to do it. Um, it was absolutely terrifying. I went through all the training, terrifying, started instructing, basically blacked out for the first like th- <laughs> three months of teaching. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. was so difficult for me. So, so hard. And now you would never guess that anyone that knows right. me now would never guess that yeah. I have any problems talking, talking in front of people. I teach 10 to 14 classes a week. It's like, right. um, what I do. So it's, it's really, really changed uh, a lot in my life and huge. Right. Yeah. How, were you, why were you so shy? Were you just always that way? I just was always like quiet and shy. Yeah. yeah. And you know, until I like got to know people and of course you open sure. up that way, yeah. but like in groups, even groups of my own friends, it would be difficult for me to like really? have people looking at me and, and talking to them. I don't wow. know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know why I just, that's how I was. Do you remember the specific, like when you were working the barcode, when that changed for you? That is a great question. When it was like, okay, it's not as bad like as Like my I heart's not pounding anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I, I can remember this event. I think it took at least like six months where I could start teaching class and my heart wasn't like in my throat and pounding. Wow. It was it was a long time. Yeah. Um, but I would just like fake it till I make it, you know, right. like find confidence and um I was going to say, could people tell? Could they be like, was your voice like shaking while you were talking? To oh, the it mic? was shaking in the first, at least couple of months. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure people could tell then. Um, and in, in instructing there's, you can definitely tell when someone's like kind of checked in, checked out. I, right. I don't, I doubt the clients at the barcode could tell. Um, they could probably tell I was new. Um, yeah. but I don't think that they could tell that I was just, just making it through class. Yeah. Just I mean, the good thing about fitness though, is that, you know, they're, t- they're worried about working out. They're, exactly. They're, they're not worried about you. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of the things that, um, we teach new instructors now. That's what I do. Right. I train new instructors there as well. Is that like, they aren't focused on you and this isn't about you. They're right. here to work out. They're struggling. They just want to you to like yep, motivate them yeah. to lead them through their workout. And that's what about. So if you, once you remember that or figure that out, it, you, it does take away the nerves. They're not listening to the things you say. Right. And even now, every single day I will start some motivational quote or monologue. And yeah, then yeah. I'm like, this is ridiculous. What are you saying? And I'll just stop saying it. And I move on to the next thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. no one notices because they right. aren't listening to you. Right. Do or you, they might notice and they're like, maybe <laughs> smiling to themselves. They're right. Like, or th- think about it later. Yeah. But, um, do you know Sean T? He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what is your sort of uh, fitness I guess, um, persona when you like oh, lead a class. I'm Jen Yonce. Oh yeah. Yes. I, what, I don't know what that is. Beyonce with oh, my name, okay. Jen Yonce. Okay. okay. I, I, without the mic at the studio, I am not the same person. I put the mic on really? and I got, I like truly have like, yeah, like let's, let's do this. <laughs> Does that happen to a lot of people you think? I think so. Cause I feel like Sean T is not like that in real life probably. Like the way I feel I, like he is. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> I watch all I want to think he is. He's so quotable. You yes. know, have you ever, if you ever done like the insanity workout yeah. series or any of that stuff, like he does all that. And it's funny about, about Sean T because like he's so um like hard in those videos, you know, and stuff. And like you go back for like far enough and realize that he started doing like dance. Yep. Fitness Little hip hop videos. Yeah. 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 Where he's wearing like high socks and like all this stuff. But then you go to insanity. It's like, is this a different, now this is a do different like guy. eight tuck jumps and then six burpees. And right. then, yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. So what do you teach? Um, um at the barcode, we have bar classes, we have cardio kickboxing, which is our brawl class. We okay. have boot camp classes and then we have high intensity interval training very much yeah. like Shanti. Yeah. Um, 
I actually used to do insanity before oh, I came yeah. to barcode, um, years ago. And that's what, one of the things that drew me to barcode because yeah. the, uh, the hit classes were very similar to that, but it was, um, it was more easier like to stay a, in it because you're in a group, in a group setting right. at home. It's like, well, I'm going to tap yourself. it out over here and get it some water. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so it was like having Shanti there with you. Yeah motivating you and because you stuck with it you got fit quick and it was like this is great right is uh so are you motivated more buying in like groups and stuff for that is absolutely that, is yeah. that why fitness kind yeah. of yeah what do you what do you feel like how do you feel about the fitness community in general do you think it's pretty collaborative and like a good mm. environment <laughs> i i want to say yes <laughs> um, but there's so many different avenues you can do you know there's like there's like the barcode stuff there's crossfit there's like just straight up weightlifting, you know, there's like so many different for sure avenues. What I think is tough here in Milwaukee is that it's such a small community that everyone is kind of competing against each other. There's only right. so many people here. It's not a large, large city. Right. Um, and I guess we've seen that at barcode a little bit because for a while we are one of the only, uh, boutique fitness studios, but now oh, okay. there's others. And yeah. so now we're feeling that competition. And so it's, I think it's tough to be Right. collaborative for that reason um of course i'm not in charge of that sort of yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so i guess i can't speak to what i would i would um do but i don't i it it, it feels competitive in right. my opinion because there's stuff happening every single day there's new like fitness studios opening nationally like every single day it Absolutely. seems like i just saw one that's out of uh recently out of north carolina like it's like sweat camp or something or like is or it burn boot burn camp? there we yep. go yeah that one but yeah i didn't even know that existed yeah. and i'm like wow that's a national chain i didn't even know yeah i actually listened to a podcast about whoever started that and how like they have a, a gajillion locations now oh all yeah over. it's crazy yeah. Is, are they, I'm sure they're really doing well. I think they're themselves. killing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, are there any here? I don't even um, know. I believe so. Out, like way out burbs, maybe uh, like okay. Menominee Falls or something like that. I, I honestly okay. don't know where they're at, but I think that there is. Yeah. Cause it's barcode a franchise. Or? It's a franchise. Okay. Yeah. We have two locations, third ward and Brookfield. Okay. But they're all over the place. They're all over. Yep. Okay. It, could I do it? Yeah. yeah. So technically what is bar class, by the way, bar is like small little movements, lightweights, um, full body. We do arms, abs, thighs, and seat. That sounds like it's going to be <laughs> like, like lightweights makes it yeah. seem like kind like of wimpy. Not, yeah. You would come, you would sweat your ass off, yeah. die. It's very, very tough. It's well, very good. different. It's like you work the little muscles in your body that you wouldn't use in day-to-day -day things or right. even in like your regular gym workout. And it just kicks your butt and people have no idea. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Cause I, I mean like I train, I do marathons. So like I'm in the midst of training for my, my next marathon right now. And you like, I like to do cross training obviously while, while I'm doing marathons and it's always fun to try new things, you Absolutely. know? And so if that can help, you know, cause it, when I do insanity while I'm doing marathon, it's like, it's weird how different muscle groups for sure. you work when you do different workouts. For sure. It's I used to be a crazy. huge runner. I did marathons, yeah. half marathons, Ended up with like terrible case of runner's knee, both of oh, my knees. Bummer. So I had to quit altogether for three full years. I couldn't even work out. I was in so much pain. Really? I wasn't running. Yeah. Or two, excuse me, two years, two years. And then, um, that's how I came across bar because I had been doing physical therapy and a lot of bar exercises mimic what the kind of things you do in physical therapy, sure. like strengthening, like your outer hips, things that like yeah. really make you a stronger runner. So bar class specifically is such a great, like complimentary workout to running. We tell people this all the time and I, yeah. I can speak for it. Like I can run now with zero pain Wow! Like, and I can just run. I also did some half marathons since I've been working out at barcode. So what did you do for those two or two years when you couldn't just, no, I just didn't work. Was I was it, just, you like really I, it's, it's funny sad? because it was, a, Oh, so sad. Yeah. It was, it was hard. Um, 
because you're a runner and you know yeah. how like that was just my life. I was a huge runner. And I love to do it. Like yeah. I like coming home Same. and being able to run like eight miles. And I, that's just like my t- my me time. Absolutely. I, I wasn't I'm not like that person that was like, oh, I have to talk myself into running. I ran all of the time. Right. It's just what I did. Um, so it was very difficult. That full two years was just trying to come back. I would go mm. run for two minutes and I was like, OK, I'm just going to slowly build this. And then I would end up with a lot of pain. It was a lot of physical Jeez. therapy. I started doing Pilates. <clears throat> and then I got into bar and then I started teaching bar. So yeah. What is runner? Like what is runner's knee? Like what is it um, specifically? I don't even, I, I because I'm like a nurse yeah. and I had it, you think I could talk about it, but I can't. <laughs> um, but essentially mine happened because I had weak hips and butt. Mm. Um, so the way when I would land would somehow oh, mess with over my knee. And over again. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was so it like, it's such a common thing, but it was so painful that I was convinced I was working as a nurse at the time. Yeah. I was convinced I had like Lyme's disease or rheumatoid arthritis. I came up with like oh 10 gosh. different illnesses yeah, I sure, probably had because I felt like an elderly woman getting on, I'd get out of bed and I just couldn't move. Jeez. I was in pain. Um, I, and I actually had like a meltdown at work. I was working in family practice at the time and I, and they did like a bunch of labs for me cause I just was really upset with how I'm like, I'm not running, but I'm in so much pain and I don't have limes. I don't have any of those things. I'm fine. Yeah. But it always goes to the worst, you know, it was the worst. I was definitely going to die. (laughs) Yeah, of course. You always are. If you look on the internet too, that that makes it 10 times worse. For sure. So it's crazy how, oh, it was also a lack of stretching. Oh, okay. I didn't stretch ever. I was a runner for a gajillion years from like age 16 until I stopped, you know, I'm a star run now. Yeah. Um, so 20 years, um, I never stretched. Like wow. never, not even a quick, like reach for my toes, <laughs> yeah. like nothing. Yeah. Well, and that helps I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah. So if you're not stretching, I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Start doing it now. Yes. Um, so you, you said you are running though again and you do. Yeah. Like it, just for fun, like just here and there, no, like even like I'm going to run this long. Yeah. It's more like, especially because, uh, now that I work at a gym and I've worked there for a long time, yeah. sometimes going there to work out doesn't feel like that same like stress release that it used to be yeah, because yeah, yeah, I'm, at, like your job. I'm at work. Yes. Yeah. And because especially some of my job is to train the instructor. So if I'm taking sure. a class, I am like evaluating their class when I just want right. to like space out and take and just class. Do it, yeah. Um, so running for me now, is that just like relax? It's like Zen, what other people are probably doing yoga. I like don't, I just put my phone on right. and run, you know? Yeah. That's what I do too. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a nice little, little like getaway. You don't have to be reached by anybody. You have exactly. no obligations. You can just do it. And it's um, so easy because it takes less time too. That's the other thing. I'm just so right. short on time these days that like going to a full class where you have to um, think about time to get there, taking sure. class, time, time home when I can just walk out my door, run, and then you're back. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I like it so much too. So like, what is like a typical workload for you as far as like dogs of MKE in a week? Like how many are you shooting? Um, it, it depends. I try to do most of my photo shoots on Sundays. I'll have anywhere between four, six, sometimes seven, I think is the most I had on one day. Okay. Um, I try not to do more than that because then I just start to get tired and then it's, yeah. it's just no good. Right. Um, so on average, I would say four or five every Sunday. Okay. Those are the feature shoots, which are the ones you see on the Instagram. Cause I have yeah. like different little levels of, of photo shoots. Sure. And then I do full sessions as well. I still try to schedule those on Sundays. If, if the, if that works for the the client. Yeah. Um, if not, I'll have those interspersed throughout the week and maybe one, one of those per week. Sure. Um, so if you're shooting that many, how many are you posting? I try to post three a week. It okay. doesn't always happen. Sure. 
but I try really hard to stick to that. That's a lot. It is. Yeah. Um, each post takes me approximately two hours to work on. Wow. You know, including like editing, picking out the photos, editing them, sure. adding the caption, making the story, you know, all of right. those things put together takes about two hours if I'm like completely uninterrupted. Sure. And that's another thing in my life is that my time is, is interrupted right, because exactly. I have two jobs. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot putting those posts together. And then of course, obviously my business is not just doing the photos. If right, it were God, right. life, life would be so easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get a crazy amount of email, um, right. DMs. I get a lot of DMs. Um, so responding to that and the emails is a lot. And a lot of my emails isn't just responding to an email. That's pretty simple, but like scheduling things. Mm. So, um, and that's what's kind of tough about my scheduling for my shoots or I guess any photographer in this way, yeah. especially if you have ones back to back, I'm trying not to go Tosa, then downtown, sure. then out to short, you know, yeah, I'm trying to keep the them. Place. So I have to like kind of look and kind find of what, what makes the most sense. Yep. Yeah. And also the other thing is like, for example, last weekend I had a shoot at the Paps theater. This um, girl that worked for the Paps mm. got us inside. Oh, cool. So normally I would only allot an hour for a shoot and then go to the next one after that. But I'm like, I don't want to be at this really cool location and have right. to like take off for the next shoot. Right. So I schedule her a little longer. So it's kind of just coordinating all those little, yeah. like how much time do I need for that? This weekend I'm doing one in Oconomowoc. Um, so I need to like consider driving time and right. all, you know, there's just like so much to think about. It's not just like a eight 30, nine 30, 10 30, like sign right. up for a time slot kind exactly. of thing. If I could do that, that might make things a little bit easier if right. I had people sign up on their own. Right. Just come to my studio. We mm. can all do them here yeah. in this one location. Exactly. Yeah. I do have plans to do something like that. Um, especially like last October, I did a lot of Christmas cards. Oh yeah. And it was a lot of me running around to do that. And sure. a lot of the people went to the same location. So I'm thinking, why don't I just make a couple of days in right. the fall where we're all going to meet here. Yeah. I don't move. Yeah. You and you come to me. Bring them in. Yeah. Bring the dogs in. Yeah. And it would just make it a little bit easier for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So with the stories that you post, um, do they come from the owners or do you? They do. Okay. Um, in the beginning, I would have just people send me bullet points and I would try to write it up and that so it takes a lot of time. Right, and I yeah. also like, I like when the owners write it because it's right, their it's voice. Wars, yeah. yeah. Um, I usually edit them a little bit. Um, sure. Of course, like spelling and grammar and things right, like right. that. But I also condense them, if, condense they're them if they're too long. And that's what I usually tell people like too right. much is not a problem. I like give me enough. And if people don't give me enough, I kind of send a few questions like what's yeah. this and what's this. Um, what are the stories usually about? Just the dog. I tell them always, tell me like what's most interesting about your dog. Like dogs, I know they like walking, they like treats. Yeah. Like, don't tell me that. Yeah. Tell me like your dog likes this weird food combination or your right. dog. Like if they're a rescue dog, if you know any part of their story, people like hearing that. So right. tell me that. Um, just tell me like their weird, quirky things they do. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I give them examples and I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Like my old dog that passed away, he loves Skittles. It's really weird. Oh, like really? he could see a red bag of Skittles and he would start drooling. Like, wow. Yeah. So just like, tell me those things. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Um, and of course if they have like an Instagram account, I usually like promote their, like sure. their dog's Instagram. But there, has there been any stories that you, that have like you remembered at least like really weird stuff really weird things like that oh man that dog does that or that dog <laughs> really likes that. that's um, a girl i know that i photographed her dog she had a, a chocolate lab um 
who unfortunately has since passed away, but it just talked about how destructive her dog was, like eating oh. a couch, eating the insides Jeez. of her car. Like just, eating? if you read the story, it is hilarious. And if you, and if you know the girl, it's just, it's just funny. Like she loved this dog so much, but it just destroyed wow. and ate so many things from her house and car. And I, it was hysterical. That's like a Marley and me kind yes, of thing. You yes. Know? Yes. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. We, we, when I was growing up, we had two, um, they were like, golden retriever mixes they're kind of they're kind of like duck tolling retrievers mm-hmm. i don't know if you know what those look i like. do um and yeah they were just they were huge and they were destructive you know <laughs> and i feel like when when they're that big you know it's hard not to be absolutely like they could stand up and just like stick their head in the garbage can and just go into it awful um i do i have like a couple of people that had rescue dogs that were dogs that like were returned multiple times Mm. and they're the person that kept the dog. And if you see these dogs now, not only are they well behaved, but they are spoiled rotten. And it's just, it's so heartwarming to think that someone would, would put up this much, like put up so much, so much training for their dog and keep this dog that has like eaten their floorboards and like made, (laughs) you know what I mean? Just insane things like behavioral issues that they dealt with, but got through and they still have that dog. And I'm just like, yeah, they can be super destructive if they, if they want to, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're amazing animals, but I mean, it's super cool. Like what you do. And I love the, I love the photos. And, um, so where can people find, are you dogs of MKE on everything? Everything at my website, my Instagram, Facebook. Those are my three primary things. And do you post all the the Instagram photos on Facebook too? I don't. So the ones you see on Facebook are the people that purchase their photos. So when I do the Instagram features, um, they have the choice of buying their photos. They don't have to purchase them, but if they do, then I put them on Facebook. Okay. Um, And I only do that because if I just put them on Facebook, it would be very easy to just download them. Right. Exactly. (laughs) You can just literally click on download Uh, and do it. So um, yes, I just, um, I primarily put them on Instagram and even the full sessions I do, if people hire me for proposals or Christmas photos or anything like that, I usually feature that dog as well and and put that on Instagram. So Right. And where can people like reach out to you and book photos? Is that through your website? Yep. So the website's the best place. I have a contact form on there that leads you through all the questions that I would, you know, need answers to before we booked. And then um, it comes through to me um, email, which is Jen at dogs of MKE. Dot nice. com and then um, then you're off to the races off to the races yeah, yeah. well awesome uh, thanks for being on thank I appreciate you thank it. you yeah, this it was, was so great fun to meet you. yes